Hello and welcome to Move the Line Prop Drop Show presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Ryan Noonan back with my friends to talk about the best way, the most profitable way to bet on NFL football. And that is through player props continuing here every week. We'll be here through the Super Bowl live 2 p.m. Eastern every Friday on the 4 for 4 Bets YouTube channel. Giving out our favorite player props and taking your questions. Our favorite part of the show. If you're hanging out with us now on YouTube, jump in the chat. Let us know what your favorite prop is for week 18. It is a wild week. It is a fairly limited board still. Uh, so we're maybe a little bit limited too in what we can talk about today. So maybe it's some speculative plays, maybe some things we're uh, waiting to come out. So obviously, you know, we know that the silliness that happens in week 18, although like I feel like we have a pretty good idea of who's doing what, but there'll be some interesting opportunities here. Uh, if you were looking for the podcast, it'll be in your podcast feed on Friday evening as well. Subscribe to both the YouTube channel and the podcast so you do not miss a show supporting its free content so thumbs up uh, all those things go a long way comments uh helping support the show joining me here as always from mexico i already saw a margarita being sipped i'm a little jealous uh connor what's going on not much yeah it's uh my one of my last days here so i figured i'd kick the show off strong get a good mark flowing and uh you know roll it into dinner so you know i think it should be a fun show the board is really weird. I feel like I have one, you know, one official play, but I think we might have a couple others. One of them is kind of still waiting on the practice report for. So we'll see. I think a couple other good topics to talk about since Twitter is like, you know, a war zone right now among the the capper streets. But uh, some good topics to chat about, and I think there's some some fun, interesting topics on both sides. Uh, also joining us here uh, in the spot every week from Odds Jam uh, at Slop Rules on Twitter, John High Slop. Slop, how are we doing today, bud? It's living the dream, man. I'm not in Mexico, but uh, I might start drinking soon. Whatever. It's Friday. Like, who's judging? Yeah, it's PM. Happy hour somewhere. Yeah, it's, you know, I did a spot on, uh, you know, it was a You Better You Bet. Uh, their friends over there, Nick and Ken, the other day, and uh, they were, they could not believe that Connor had the audacity to take a two-week vacation. Connor, did you do your spot? You had a you do your uh, week? <laughs> you no, I canceled, I canceled two weeks. Yeah, two weeks in a row. I was like, hey, guys, uh, you know, I'm already kind of in hot water here because I'm working while on vacation, you know, basically the entire time. And so I was like, taking more radio spots is not something that is going to happen here. So uh, give me a two-week break, and I'll, I'll be back in the playoffs. Stunned that uh, that you had the other. I went to bat for you a little bit. I gave you crap. I just, you know, joked with you. you know, I want to be calling around when I grow up. I'm like, hey, look, we had a show on Wednesday. We got a show on Friday. He'll be there. He's putting in the work a little bit. So I didn't realize I was throwing you under the bus that, you know, you bailed on them, uh, but you're still doing your four for four work. But, you know, company man knows where his bread's buttered. You know, I appreciate it. But we we love Nick and Ken and uh, you better, you bet team and uh, great stuff that they do over there. So, uh, yeah, want to remind folks too, there are two episodes of Move the Line each week. Just talked about Connor did his first uh, episode already. Game previews on Wednesdays. We'll continue those as well through the Super Bowl. Connor, myself, Sharp Clark, 3 p.m., same YouTube channel, same podcast feed. If you want the official place, I think this is a really important week. I think we're going to have some stuff that populates maybe live, maybe more live betting opportunities based on what's going on. You want to be in our Discord. To get in the Discord, you need to have a betting subscription. Betting subscription typically... Um, a lot more money than it is right now because we only have a few weeks left. But again, it's going to get you everything that we do on the site. We're still betting MMA and uh, NF or NBA and MMA as well. So $19.99 to take you through the end of February. Really, really cheap just to get a sense of what we do, how the Discord operates, all those things. If you're considering us for next year, check that out in the show notes. You can go over to 444.com slash plans and check it out. So, uh, Carter, do you want to touch on some of the, like, you talked about the Twitter capper stuff? I mean, it is like, it's a light board. We might not have all the stuff, too. So, like, your your questions are going to be important today, too, people. So, jump in chat. Let us know. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of, like, fake tickets, fake lines, uh, no price. We've had, like, uh, what else did we have? Uh, the Obviously, we had the, uh, you, you put your nose out there a little bit in terms of, like, the incentive uh, tweets and stuff going on this week. It's been kind of a wild I week. About that. Yeah, it's been a yeah, long that, week. It yeah, and I and I was one of my New Year's things where I was like, you know what, I need to start just like being a little bit more out there with some of these people because there's a lot of crap going on on Twitter. And you know, hey, maybe it's not good for like the you know kumbaya, you know, circle hand holding, circle singing, you know, uh, that the fantasy community likes to do. But the gambling streets, I mean, it's the wild, wild west out there, and there's a lot of bull being spread out there so like you know we first off let's recap the week we had sal Beatry posting incentive bets 
without a price, without any props, without anything available. I mean, it's literally useless information. Uh, I mean, his only goal is for engagement farming, which, hey, to each his own. Uh, certainly not my goal. I enjoy money more than likes and impressions, but he also has a patriot. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think, <laughs> so hold on. I think your point in pushing back on the Sal stuff from an engagement farming standpoint holds more water because you yourself, sir, are very much sometimes elbow deep in the engagement farming. So you're not like poo-pooing the engagement farming. It's something you actively participate in, but you're also trying to protect your people and casuals out there too. Cause those are the people that are going to get railroaded by consider this line, consider this like without any, without any prices or without any actual lines. Right. So again, I don't want you know, I don't want to step on your toes. I think it, it makes your point stronger because you yourself are the king of engagement farming. Yeah, I mean, I'm firmly in the fields farming, you know, plenty, getting my hands dirty. Like, but there's always a point to it. There's things that people can bet or ways that people can use this information. You're tweeting it out on a Monday at like, you know, 10 a.m. Like, no one's going to be able to use that shit by the time it kicks off it. But whatever. Okay. So that, that was one thing. I got some backlash there. Um, I just am surprised how many people, you know, love Salvitri. I guess I just didn't know. I guess he has 160,000 followers, but, uh, you know, Whatever. I just didn't think the information was all that useful regardless. Um, and then we had uh, a guy, Bo Nose, tweeting out a ticket that, you know, he – so he does this, like, Photoshop thing where he, like, puts in his, like, logo or signature or something so that no one copies his slip. Um, and then one of the bets he claims was a bonus bet that was, like, I think it was 2000 to win 10000 but didn't include the stake. And then the other one did include the stake in the payout. And so everyone was like, this is fake. The math's not mathing. I think that it could be real. Um, and I know that's a little bit of a hot take here. I think Slop agrees with me. I think that the slip was real because. 100% real. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, I think he would have maybe backed off or said something else by now if it wasn't real. Um, he's doubling down, tripling down, whatever. Uh, but based on everything I know, that is like a legit thing. Bonus bets don't include the, the stake back. Um, so the math, while it doesn't make sense at the top, you know, I think it actually does make sense. But then he doubled down and said FanDuel doesn't limit people, which is simply not true. FanDuel does limit people all the time. And he said that if, you if you're limited, you're violating terms and conditions. Also, simply not true. I just posted a picture on Twitter, if you want to go check it out, of two bets that I just found like in two minutes on my phone trying to bet 100 bucks on. I couldn't bet 100 bucks on either. So anyways, Slop, I'm curious your take though on the, on the, the, fake, you know, the fake slip to get 2024 started here because I thought it was fake to start, but then I dug in a little bit more. I don't think it's fake. At least that's let what I'm me go. Let me go with the Sal Vitri first. <laughs> I'm all for engagement farming. I love seeing those <laughs> because I see all these dudes get so fired up. Because when they're reading, I'm reading, I'm like, all right, so Pippen only needs 46 catches to break the single season record. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, but you know what I'm saying? So I love reading those just because I know how it's going to get everybody riled up. Like, I'm, I'm, let's throw the pot. You know what I mean? It's early in the week. Who's got shit going on anyways? You know what I mean? Let's just. Like, I, I love it. He, he went out way before. Like, I mean, we're talking days before we're going to see any lines and any of this stuff's useful. He's out there. So hats off to you, Sal. You got Connor fired up. You got pretty much everybody fired up. There was another guy uh, on Twitter, Pizzola. He was, like, going in on the guy, too. I was like, Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. So, Pizzola's thread was fantastic. I, mm -hmm. I thought it was really I important because it, like, it yeah, is irresponsible. It. Yeah. But I – Honestly, man, I just love the fact that you got two dudes in the space going at you. Probably more. I, I I tried to look at all of them up, but man, you were getting uh nailed from every angle. So hats off to him for that. That was awesome. And then the bow thing, I I'm a big like I want a villain in the space. Like I just think it's more fun when there's just a guy that you know is unhinged and could go at anybody at any point. That's fun to me. So nice work on that bow. You are definitely the villain. So stay like he villain bow is the best bow there is, by the way, just so that you know, like that's the best one, best version of him. That ticket, no way that's fake. Um, I dude, those discord guys do that all the time. They have like a graphics guy come in and, and fix up the, like I, it, the faking of the number is not part of that. You know what I mean? That, that was like, those things are meant to like make the, like, the graphic look good. Does that make sense? They took the bonus bet out whatever the guy's got a million of those tickets dude like if you go through his time like he's got a million of them they're in his like i don't know like that's just not his game like that's not he he's he's trying a different angle at stuff like the fake in the ticket just doesn't make sense like i don't think that's fake at all yeah um we also have an update here from so i tweeted this out about the limits 
Andrew Long, this guy who follows me, this is hilarious. He's a FanDuel sportsbook supervisor in Maryland. Like he like literally is a sportsbook supervisor. He's he responded. He said, "I can attest that he is wrong." So there you have it, Bo. If I mean, we know you're not listening, but whatever. If somehow this gets back to you, you're wrong. Bo's always listening. Bo, Bo, Bo knows, dude. I don't know. I, I've I've known Bo for a while now. Look, man, he is an elite troller, elite. At, I mean, it, it doesn't get a lot better. And I say keep it up, bro. Just keep going. Just do something. Do whatever you do. I'm watching. I'm laughing. I think it's very, very funny when the entire community is in an uproar over some nonsense that Bo did. I, I see it's funny. Yeah, I, it didn't take me long to go and look and see the – tweet that he responded with what's like the bonus bat removed from it as you said like an edited thing that they do for graphics so i I don't this is not uncommon for connor and i where like he'll share this person that like and i'll look and i'll click on like this person has a massive following how have i never stumbled upon it i stay very sometimes isolated like i'm just like doing my work it's sometimes my circles aren't great i'm not in like the twitter uh gambling spears much even though like this is what we do like i'm i'm betting on stuff i'm researching but i'm not in the uh the streets in the engagement farming as much as you you guys but i think nick's comment here in the chat too is is pretty spot on like the gatekeeping on like it is just wild like the people who just like choose to be in charge of like what's okay and what's not okay and like this is an okay bad it's insane to me like I, that's part of why I love slop has it been so refreshing to, for us to have on the show this year where it's just like, look, here's, I'm a, I'm a hundred dollar unit better. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. There's no phony. There's no nothing. It's just like bet, bet whatever you want to do. You want to lay some juice, lay some juice. Like it, it's, it's to have some fun. It's to win some money. Let's not pretend that we're anything that we're not in like, and you're not a perfect, like it just is wild. If you're like a professional professional, this is what I do. Jesus, are you not giving away that much of an edge? Um, you're probably not just like mindlessly scrolling through Twitter as well. You probably don't have time for that because you probably have to be grinding and doing a ton of stuff. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just wild what people pick and choose what they want to like cape up for. And yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. I, I love it though. I, I cannot get <laughs> enough. Every time I see, like I saw the Sal post it, and I saw it immediately that, that I think in the morning, like I saw it very early for the first time. It was like this is perfect like this is so good because man this is gonna piss off literally everybody i can tell you and and dude it was already happening like once you click on the quotes you're like yep there it is like everybody's quoting them it was great and then and then bo yesterday that was out of nowhere that was out of like i said not even his doing like normally it's he's the one causing the problem like he's actively going after somebody like caruso or literally every other discord person there is like usually he's doing it yesterday wasn't even him it was just somebody's spotted that ticket and just like the entire like world felt like you know just was on him it was i don't know fun to watch he'll fight out of it though okay he's good uh paulson's in the chat so we got to give him some uh some plays i assume he either has to get back to a vacation or back to watching a jordan love <laughs> highlight video probably one of the same thing i think those are probably the two things uh, that probably go together. He's probably watches Jordan Love highlights on uh, one of his 12 annual vacations, which should start soon. Uh, your 18 weeks of work are basically over, buddy. So let's get you some props. You can pay for these and uh, we'll go from there. Connor, floor is yours, week 18. Let's uh, get Paulson some money. Yeah, Paulson speaks. We got to deliver. Um, all right. So my first one here, uh, you know, this is going to be a really disappointing week for Slop because I don't have a whole lot, but we're going to go with an under. So Jonathan Taylor, I'm going under 72 and a half rushing yards. Um, I mean, Taylor's seen all the work rate lately, but we have Zach Moss full in practice, going to play this week. And he's facing it off against the Texans here, who I think are going to have a lot of success passing the ball, who are going to push the game, I think. And the Houston Texans run defense, second to run DDBOA, allowing just over like 3.07 yards per carry to opposing running backs this season. They've been insane on the run uh, against the run this year. So tough matchup, you know, potentially more competition. I don't think Zach Moss is going to see a ton of work, but even a couple of carries, I think, make, could make a big difference here. And then on top of that, uh, you know, potentially game script could get in the way as well. I think that this Texans defense is more of a pass funnel. So I think that's the direction that we see the Colts go here. So give me the under at 72 and a half. I'd play it to, you know, high 60s. I think it's reasonable, but I don't think it will get there because everyone's been, you know, slurping the Jonathan Taylor Kool-Aid lately. Slop, I don't know if you heard that. Did you hear any of that stuff? 
I mean, I, I heard under and then I kind of zoned out a little bit. No, I actually kind of, I hope that, the, that he's right because um, I, I kind of like Houston. I kind of like uh, Stroud to just light them up. And I would hope that that would mean that uh, the Colts aren't sitting on the ball and trying to run it on the Texans. So that kind of lines up with what I want to happen. So I'm in. Yeah, I know, Connor, you played the uh, Nico Collins line earlier in the week. I know that's kind of sailed out a little bit. We can play 71 and a half, and I think we're, what, 73 and a half in most spots now. Um, yeah, you want to know safe. what makes this better is that uh, my guy Sal is on the under. So it's going to be like a little little head-to-head <laughs> here. Someone someone tweeted at me and is like a little head-to-head here with Connor and Sal. So, uh, I mean, I think it just confirms Nico's going for a buck 50 here, and, uh, you know, we're going to cash some checks. That was one yeah. I did not agree with from Sal. There was a couple on that list. I was like, yeah, I can get there, but that that was not the Nico one. Is he incentivized to stay Nico under? Guy, so I, I can't go against him anyways. Sorry, Brian. All he's saying is you just got to consider taking the under. Don't bet it. Just consider. Consider it. Yeah. Just a no bet. Yeah, yeah Fanduel had a – Fanduel was lagging on the uh, Pittman reception line, uh, six and a half, or is like everyone else had moved – so like minus 150 or even seven and a half and plus money. So I, I bought uh, Connors. I think I actually just took like a 60 plus for Nico uh, parlayed it with the uh, Pittman six and a half uh, reception line, just to give me a little bit of a, a little bit of a sweat there on the, uh, on Saturday night. Hopefully we get some tackles It'll be some good tackles in that game. We can get some stuff there too, but uh, yeah, kind of a interesting look. One of the games we know for sure that matters. Uh, Paulson, what are you, or uh, Paulson, uh, I'm, I'm reading Paulson's comments here. He likes the Nico over. He likes Dalton Schultz, Schultz too. Uh, Slob, floor is yours. First play for week 18. All right. So people are saying that the Lions might rest people. I don't think so. I hope they don't, but uh, just because I'm going Justin Jefferson over 97 and a half receiving yards plus 125 at ESPN bet. It's an obvious must win for the Vikings since, I mean, they have to win this game or else they're going on vacation. So there's that. But then at the same time, like the the teams that they need help from are playing in the four o'clock slot. So there's that too. So they have to play this whole thing out. I don't think that the Lions are resting people. Like Again, like that's, it's tough. It's murky water. You don't really know, but I don't think they are. We'll see. But here's the thing. Justin Jefferson has demolished them. And and with the Vikings in the situation they're in, they got a one-read quarterback playing Mullins. He's the only guy that can throw a ball after, after seeing Jaron Hall last week. So it's force feed your best guy. Well, last time Jefferson played him, we went for a buck 41 or a buck 43, something like that. Time before that, he was 223 yards. They can't cover him. Uh, he's been over this number, I think, four out of nine games. One game, though, he left early. The next, the other game was when um, that he didn't cover was when he came back and did not look like himself. And then another time that he didn't go over this was uh, last game when he played half the game with Jaron Hall throwing the ball at him. So there's really only been twice that he didn't make it to this. And he got like 84 plus yards in both of those games. If you want to go 125 plus or 120 plus, you can, because every single time he's been over 100, he's been 140 plus. There's that. But uh, I think it's Justin Jefferson Sunday. Connor, where are you at there? Yeah, that's it's interesting. I know like high overs are not really my jam, but I do think that it makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, I already took Nico over, you know, so it's like already kind of in that like the highest bucket that I would consider. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Justin Jefferson could eat here. Um, I don't know. Have you seen any Mullins props? Like any any thoughts about Mullins? You know, because like yeah, I got his two seventy five. Um, that was my next move. Uh, okay, two seventy five plus. Yeah. No worries, I'm stealing that, Connor. No, <laughs> no but uh, plus 110, that's at DraftKings. Look, if the Lions don't uh, rest anybody, they're going to score all over Minnesota. You know, like they, they're a machine right now. So if that happens, then Minnesota's going to be thrown on them just out of, you know, game script. Here's the thing, though. Even if the Lions don't, I don't think Minnesota can run on them. Like they, I think they ran the ball for like 16 yards on 10 carries last time. I don't think that their line just learned how to block in the last couple of weeks. So there's that. And uh, Mullins threw for 411 against them. I mean, I, he did throw four picks. Uh, two of them might not have been his fault. Two of them are definitely him. But uh, but still, he went 411. I mean, that's 
he's a slinger. That's what he does. I mean, I think he started in two games. He's gone 300 in both of them. I just want 275. I'm not even greedy. Like, if you want to go 300 plus, 325 plus 400 for that. That's not ridiculous, especially in a in an environment that they're in where they have to win. They cannot run the ball. They know they can't run. Like, they're not stupid. You can throw all over Detroit. Everybody does it every week. Somebody just said in the comments or a pass funnel. That's correct. Because they, they're good against the run. I, I don't know. I, what am I missing? You know, 275 at plus 110 DraftKings? That's, that's not crazy. No, I don't hate it at all. I really do. I think that there's enough there there. I think that there's – we've seen actually some decent performances from Owens. It's been okay. Uh, you know, we know Detroit is not any shock we're going to have Dan Campbell going all out to win a football game regardless of – you know, what the outcome is or what the benefits are from them. Like they are going to be competing. Uh, Minnesota has, again, just a very, very, very small outside shot here of, uh, you know, of competing here as well in terms of, you know, playoff, which is, again, not happening. But I think that they go out too. So great spot. Yeah, no, it's not happening. But, you know, great, great spot. So it's yeah, more of a right. they have to do it, right? You know what I mean? Like they're not For sure. making the playoffs, But like you yeah. can't just show up. Like the games or other games at four. Like you can't just show up. You're like, yeah, we're not making it. Like, dude, you have thousand to. percent. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, also worth noting too. Detroit, um, you know, one of their run stoppers, what is it, Ellen McNeil or whatever, is for sure playing as well. Uh, He's kind of been like, you know, in and out over the last month or so, but I think he's a difference maker too. So I just furthers this this Vikings running game outside of their game against, I believe, Cincinnati, where Todd Chandler was just going nuts, has been like absolute garbage. Doesn't matter where they put back there. I mean, they just haven't been able to run the ball, and Mullins has been able to throw it really well. So, I mean, barring Minnesota going up and just like, you know, getting way up. Uh, which you know, I really seems far fetched. I think that we're going to see probably a lot of pass times here. So maybe some Mullins alts for me too. I don't know. Maybe I'll throw it in my round robin of the week. Uh, you know, something like that could be fun. Uh, I have some others too for some round robin stuff, but it's like, uh, you know, we have like very few props. So you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of tough to really dig into what what they'll actually be. Uh, Jeff's firing some uh, some kicker stuff in the chat, which we love to see. We'll maybe we'll share some of those here. Uh, nothing like week eighteen kicker props get the uh, juices flowing. Uh, I don't even know who Greg Joseph kicks for. <laughs> um, I think he's the Vikings guy, isn't he? He might be, or is that Lindball Joseph who's not a kicker? <laughs> Lindball Joseph. <laughs> Joseph is not a kicker. They got a Joseph playing for them. They do. <laughs> they do. This is it. He spends one one week in the Bible. Of course he does. Busy making kicker projections. Uh, Paulson spends one week in the Bible, and he's all about, you know, he knows all the Josephs. He's got all of his, Mm -hmm. so he can tell you where they're all from. A lot of Josephs out there. All right. First one for me. I'll I'll save that. Uh, I'm going to go Justin Fields uh, over on rushing yards. You can get uh, over 51 and a half on FanDuel. Uh, if you have fanatics, mind a little juice, uh, shorter number, 50 and a half minus 120. Uh, this is 53 and a half. The rest of the domestics, DK, Caesars, MGM. If you have prop builder, 52 and a half, so you're in the middle there. So, FanDuel, pretty, you know, uh, people can get it if you're not limited. Uh, you can get down on FanDuel at the 51 and a half. We're going to play that one. So, if your fields, <laughs> yeah, if you haven't violated terms of service, you know, like Connor or anything like that, you're probably fine to get down. So, um, Look, last game for Fields. There's no way he doesn't hear all the discussions about what's going on in the offseason. Bears at 101 again. What are they going to do? This is his last shot to make an impression going into the offseason. He has a shot to keep his biggest rival out of the playoffs. Uh, he's going hard here, and he's been running consistently. There's 24% design rush rate last week. It's pretty much where they've been, like between like 15 25% every week. 10% scramble rate as well, which is like translating to like three and a half, four scrambles per week. Uh, he's topped this mark in four of the past six. He topped this against the Packers in week one. Just poor performance overall from fields, but like he ran 59 yards in that one. You look on the season, Green Bay has given up uh, 392 rushing yards to the quarterback position. This is the third most in the league. The injury report for Green Bay, a linebacker and safety is not great. Uh, I just think this offense can run the football. I've been able to run the football all year. And as the offensive line has kind of come together, Fields is a big piece of that. Uh, you can go longest rush, I think is interesting as well. It's out there, 16 and a half. I just like the volume play here for Fields. Uh, I think he runs. I think he runs successfully. And 51 and a half is, uh, I think, a pretty attainable bar. So I'll uh, slop any thoughts on uh, 
on Fields running this week? I can't have Green Bay lose. That's all. I, I just can't. I, I have these, them. these things can happen concurrently. We I know. Can, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I just I, as soon as you start talking, I was like, shit, man. Like, all right, so I, I did like a few futures this. Year. I've lost every single one of them. Not even close. There's two that actually have a chance, and it's the Packers to make the playoffs, and it's the Steelers to make the playoffs. Steelers got to win and then get help from hopefully Miami. So now I'm rooting for Miami on Sunday night. But then the Packers is my one that I got a chance to to throw up an engagement farming tweet about what a what a beast I am with the um, <laughs> uh, with the futures because I I hit one out of God knows how many. Because you, you know how it is in the summer you get bored at the end. Now you're betting all these and it's like, dude, what am I doing? I have no idea what I'm doing. And they're just sitting in your account and you stare at them for every single week about what a moron you are. And I just, I need to, I need to see one go through the hoop so bad. So with that being said, I hope you win that with me. I, I cannot root for them at all that I, that day. Like, I, I don't know, but I think, I think that, uh, you're right on that one. I'm just saying, I can't bring myself to even consider like thinking about that. That would suck so bad if he runs for like 200 yards and they, they just kick the shit out of the Packers. And uh, yeah, it could be bad. Yeah, I can't. I want to cheer for your ticket so you can get, you know, that engagement farming. But I, I don't want uh, Steelers in the playoffs. They just, yeah, I just, it was not again, dude. I don't know, man. It was like I was I probably know. hammered sitting on the back porch watching baseball, thinking, man, I want to bet something on football, but we got weeks to go. So I'm just going to bet something. And that's what I was doing. I just was bet, firing away, like, yeah, that team's going to make the playoffs. Yeah, Kenny Pickett, he's the man. He's going to take a step forward this year. Jordan Love, Probably gonna win MVP. He's making the playoffs. You, you know what I mean? Like that's what you do in August, and 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 this is where you end up. Week seventeen, praying for some random stuff to happen so your bullshit ticket can make it. I have a Packers to make the playoffs tickets. Oh, okay, sure. cool. Don't, uh, so you're with yeah, me. No, oh, your no guys, problem. um, Nick, Nick and uh, Ken. I think it was Nick. He was on them. He was one of Mark. the guys that talked me into it. Bastard. Yeah, just blame Nick. Shout out FSM. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, uh, we did a future show, me and him, and he's oh, the nice. only one that got anything remotely close to right. Everything I got wrong, wrong, wrong across the board. Not even Connor I, has a totally good. Connor has a nice uh engagement uh tweet coming if he can hit his uh what he 25k. Uh, yeah, $20 to win 25k. I bet on every single division winner slop, and I'm I have five right, and it's still allowed, it's still like up. Um, you like, have a chance? Wait, so, yeah, it is a chance. So I need the Jags to win. I need the uh, let's see, hold on, I don't even remember Miami to win, unfortunately, Dallas, Atlanta, and then Carolina to win. So I need Atlanta to win the division. So it's five teams, twenty bucks to win twenty five k. I mean, yeah. See, mine are, those the ones that I did. Like, those are dead in like week four. There, you know, I was like, all right, that was fun. It was. Yeah, no, uh, also, I think it's interesting here, too. Nick added, this game could determine whether the Bears bring him back or don't deal him to draft someone. I have heard that plenty of times in the media, and I think that that's definitely possible. I just could not imagine making a decision off of one game, let alone a stretch against a lot of bad teams, on a player that you've seen for three years consistently not elevate your team, uh, you know, like they just—he can't win games consistently. He's gotten better as a passer. Oh, Connor. Yeah, it's but all it's about this game. You this know what's fun? Sunday. This is the is... game. This is the one. <laughs> Don't worry about three years of data and, and and plays and film. You can go look at. It's this game. You do it now. You're awesome. I like that. Yeah. I like that better. And I believe I like Newton's prop because I do believe that when shit gets real for Justin Fields. He does not throw the ball. He just runs the ball and scrambles, and he's like – because he's not risking throwing the ball, you know, out to some of these guys here, you know, like one of the St. Brown brothers or whoever. You know, it's like literally just nothing. Um, So, yeah, also, you know, I think we're talking about futures here. Steve brought up a good point. My Allen Robinson alt-overs. We finished 950 yards short on a 1,000-plus yard drop. Right there. There was – I mean – breaks didn't go his way. He only needed 950 in the last week to hit his incentives. Yeah, that's consider the over. Almost there. Yeah, consider the over. Yeah, yeah. Look, you probably the fields thing. Like we're in Chicago here, Connor. Like we're not Bears fans. We're we're in a unique spot where we're like we're not. We don't you know cheer for the laundry per se. I've not run into any actual Bears fan that wants them to start over and move on. 
and there's some bears fans and again like they're not in charge of the decision but like it's just really interesting to me that i think anyone with and i don't want to like discredit it but it just feels like hey you just when you get a shot at the top of the board to reset the clock on the quarterback position you probably should when we kind of have enough about fields around like the issues continue to be the issues there are some wild plays on tape he'll probably make some this week he made some last week and he's continue to make them in the last month against some pretty bad competition. But in terms of if the goal is to win, it, you you kind of, I feel like you have to restart. You have to take advantage. You have to go into this and like assess who at the bo- top of the board, the quarterback position is your guy, move on from fields, restart the clock. Again, like I haven't run into any Bears fans that think that that's what they should do, which is really wild to me. But um, yeah, he's going to run this game regardless. So Smartest thing you can do if you're the Bears is just – just put a bunch of Justin Field runs on tape this week and just find one sucker that'll trade you like a boatload for him and then go grab another quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the that's the move. Again, you reset the clock, maybe get a nice haul for him, a haul that you probably shouldn't get, but you know, whatever. Again, you just need to find one guy, one GM out there that, they, that, that one I can fix him guy. And just sit and then gas him up. Like, yeah, man, he's right there. You can fix him. Maybe in your system, he's, you know what I mean? Like, just. Yeah, for sure. Atlanta, the Raiders. For sure. Literally. There's like 10 teams who I think would love to have Justin Fields. Um, and it would be maybe not 10, but at least there's at least a solid five who would be a significant upgrade for and would probably pay reasonable amounts for. And the whole like putting it on tape now is awesome for the Bears. And like, they're going to keep pumping out. Super hard decision. Justin Fields is our guy because it just upgrades his value. Like yeah. they, they yeah. could totally not be thinking that at all. And then no. now they can sell him for a screen, baby. Instead of literally midseason. Like I if they traded him at the trade deadline, like I was suggesting, you know, stupidly at this point, they probably would have gotten like a third round pick or a fourth round pick because he played like ass the first half of the year. And now he's just like rolled off an awesome second half. And you know, now he's his value is good again. It's not even an indictment on fields. It's just as someone can can take advantage. But if you're the Bears, you, should, you probably should start over. But, yeah, we'll wait and see. Uh, Bennett gets it. He's only here for Jeff's kicker picks. Uh, I mean, same. I mean. Yeah. It's the only reason I, we had this show. At this point, just like, you know, we can sign on. We know Jeff will come in, and then we get some free money for the week, plus money uh, kicker props. So, uh, Carter, I know you don't have a lot of other stuff. This is our spicy section. You kind of flirted with a little bit of perhaps some round robins or something like that. Is there – uh, something that you're looking at, or is this a, a to consider section uh, when other props emerge? Probably just because there's like three games out right now, four games out. But um, what do you guys think about Kenneth Walker? Is he like you think he's going to play? You think he's going to be good? Because his number is aggressively low if he's going to see like 14 or more carries. Uh, I like all of it. The 12, 12 and a half carries is aggressively low, in my opinion. 55 yards is aggressively low. 14 and a half longest rush. Like I considered, I considered all of it. He's so he was limited. So I was just waiting on this. So I didn't want to release it, but he was DNP uh, Wednesday and then limited yesterday. And then we're going to get another practice for it here in probably the next hour or so. Um, if he's full or limited again and trying towards the right direction, I think he's alternate played 110 yards last time. Literally, I think 15 of 16 games a running back has rushed for more than 55 yards. Uh, against uh, Arizona, at least one running back. I mean, they're favored. It's a must-win game. I think he plays. I think he goes. Uh, I'm. I just have a tough time betting it over on a guy where, like, we get a report and it's like, oh, Kenneth Walker's, you know, only going to play, but you know, not really see much work. But I don't know. I feel like he's just going to have to. He's going to get up for this game. Like he did. He's played the last couple of weeks. So I think it's a lot. I, all right. So this is a uh, a Sal pick. Like I thought about Gino. Because uh, he gets that bonus for making the playoffs, but uh, the it's one reason it. why I would I can't get there is because you can run on Arizona. And to be honest with you, if you're the Seahawks and this a must-win game, and you know you you got to make the playoffs, like there's no way I'd put it in Geno's hands. I, I would much, I would definitely pound the ball at the Cardinals and play defense. And what I mean, all I got to do is play with a lead. And you're probably going to get anything you bet on Kenneth Walker. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Walker is the play here instead of the um, – I think I've seen uh, the Geno thing from the playoffs, and I've also seen DK. DK, may, I mean, he can get there, but 
you might not need him the second half, and that's gonna suck if you took him. Mm-hmm. You know, watching and then just watching them just pound Arizona, just nice run after nice run. That would suck. So that's where I am on Walker. I thought that was pretty good, Pete Carroll. Um, yeah, I've been looking. If you find anything, let me know because I'm I'm pretty interested in that. Plus, maybe some alts. Um, if you find anything, let me know. Another one is Andre Yosivash. Dude, this guy is yes, uh, a ball. He's a baller. Uh, T Higgins, DNP, doubtful. Um, gonna play the whole game. I mean, I think this guy's kind of good. He popped off against the Steelers. I mean, he popped off. He's like four for thirty-six, but. And he played a bunch. It was like a, you know, that his his prop was eight and a half yards. So. Yeah, I was about to say his prop was like seven and a half. Like so, like yeah, like the, I saw seven yeah. and a half that day. So like, he did pop off. Like I mean, he. I mean, so like, we're, yeah, we're probably gonna need a prop in the twenties. You know, something like that is what I would guess. Um, if we're in that range, I mean, God forbid we have teens. I'm probably gonna start being here a little irresponsible here. But you know, I think that an, an alt over on him would be interesting. Um, but I see here. I have, I have just a couple others. Jamal Williams is gonna play a lot. Um, Derek Carr's passing overs are interesting. I don't know, maybe take some some unders on DK Metcalf. Our boy Sal took an over on him, so you know, gotta gotta take an under. Um, no, it's it's yeah, funny. I, love I, I think you're the man, bro. You're getting a lot of shit. Ever since I've interacted life. with him, yeah, ever since I interacted with him, now my my feed is just all him. So I gotta like you know, gotta get rid of that. <laughs> this is not producer Sal, former producer Sal, who we miss. This is Sal Vitri's, his difference, his different vibes. Yeah, and and, Sla- and I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure all these people are actually good people. And yeah, he's a good dude. Nice. I like him. Yeah, he could be fine. But yeah, it's not, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. relevant. So here's a real quick, Pete Carroll, two things. Pete Carroll upset about the running game, um, saying Pete, uh, Kenneth Walker ran really well. He His quote was, more, just more, we need more. Uh, and then he said uh, the next day that Walker is better today with his shoulder than he was a week ago saying it's a good sign. So this is on the third. So this is two days ago. Um, oh, he's so, good to go. He's good those to go. are good. Yeah. So like 12 and a half carries also really like really low. Um, they only ran it 10 times. So maybe that's probably his like more comments. And there's been, you know, he's kind of taken back over from like Charbonnet who was taking over a larger chunk there for a little bit. And they were sharing, it's been more kind of Walker of late. So yeah, I think that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. So, all right, uh, Slop, what do you got for us? Again, like, you know, limited. We could do spicy, non-spicy. I know you got three, so, you know, you could take one. I can get another. Uh, we can kick around some defensive stuff. All right, so this one's kind of spicy. I mean, like, really spicy, like habanero, uh, whatever spicier than that. But Tyrod Taylor or Tyrod Taylor, whatever. Like, we all know who we're talking about here. Let's go 300-plus passing yards. And I think it is plus 700, or I'm sorry, 275 plus, plus 700. I didn't see a 300 plus. I would I would think about one. I mean, look, guys, The for one, the Eagles, they don't stop the pass. All right, they don't. Like, everyone knows that. Guys go 275 on them all the time. Terod Taylor just had 319 last week. They got behind. They let him throw. He can kind of cook a little bit. He had another game this season, went 279. It was the Commanders. I get it. But at the same time, the Eagles don't cover anybody either. So there's that. And again, 319 last week, just all it took was a game script to get there. The Eagles are trying to win, so they're going to come out. But I bet the Giants are not laying down like they're playing. That that coach probably has them like that. Terod Taylor is, again, one of those guys he's going to show up. He doesn't get a lot of time in. So, you know, he's going to do his thing if he's in. I. Just saying, I will say that this is kind of crazy. You could turn on the TV Sunday and be like, what the hell did I do? But at the same time, at plus 700 for 275, that is not that out. That should not be plus 700. That that's just that just shouldn't. So I'd say let's go that way. I actually, just for uh, transparency's sake, I did 225. I think it was like plus 155 at DraftKings earlier. So I have not put this in myself so i don't want to tell you to do something i haven't done without at least telling you that i haven't done this but that's my that's my one that i'm i'm actually going to do that at some point but it's good i think yeah i like i like that too you don't even have to get to 300 getting uh close to two to one let me see if uh, i get yeah, you we... 300 but keep going sorry 
we know how bad they are. I mean, this that defense feels like a team that gave up. Like just so bizarre how how poor they've been. Uh, Connor, any thoughts on uh, you know attacking the Eagles' pass defense here? I was debating on. I was looking at like Waller, Wandale Robinson, uh, a couple of those guys because their numbers are just so low. I mean, we're talking about like thirty-five yards for Waller. His receptions are interesting to me because he's seen like five, six targets last few weeks. I was going to dig more into like his usage versus Bellinger, like you're still seeing some time. But um, I think that was interesting. Wandale's, I mean, reception prop could be interesting. I know that's a, a slop guy for sure. So um, I don't know. I, I'm considering it. Tyrod to throw over 275 seems super aggressive, but this Eagle secondary has been bad. God damn it. Margarita. Was, you know what? You Jeff with the chat earlier whenever Connor walked away, right? His Delivery. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it was plus 750 right now at DraftKings. I don't see a 300 on him. I'm telling you, I think he can get there. I, I, I think the Eagles score on them. I'm dead. I, I think the weather's not that bad Sunday, not in Philly. It's uh, it's not great, but it's not it's not bad. So it's not going to be, you know, like the snow game or anything like that. And I, I know you don't really subscribe to the weather, but I don't know. I, I, I like, a you know, give me a decent day. Don't 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 have me in a pour down rain. I got Tarot Taylor with over 275. Like, that sucks. But I mean, dude, it, it's not that ridiculous. Again, it's plus 750, like plus 750 for like. But the guy just went 319 last week. I mean, I I don't know. I, I can see it. Happening. I like it. I like it. I really do. Um, you know, and Tyrod's a guy too. And you think of like, like it's all narrative stuff. And there's a lot of that here. Week 18, we have what we have. Like Tyrod's a guy that's playing for another deal next year, right? He has limited tape out there in terms of where he is as a player right now. He's not getting a starting gig anywhere, but he wants to be a number two somewhere. So like, Put on some nice, you know, put up some numbers. Uh, put on some stuff on the tape. Nothing there on the to lose. Nothing yeah. to lose. You know, they want to get some of the young and guys in there. The and... Eagles, too. You don't think that those guys, I mean, why not? You know, why, like you're you're going on vacation. You know it. Why not Why not beat the Eagles on the way out? You know, like that's just, that's the way I see it. Like you got to think that that's the mindset in that locker room. Yeah. No, I like it. Uh, Mark's good, Connor. We get Mark delivery. Uh, no, it was uh, the cleaning people. So it was, it was, oh, I, yeah, I didn't know what to say. So you didn't put was, the do not disturb. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, and it's so there's or like you a put, it, you put the English one on, right? They they can't. Yeah, read <laughs> there's a there's a bedroom and it's right by the pool, and so like literally you just hear kids screaming the entire time, like when you're when you're on on there. So I'm like, all right, well, I don't think anyone wants to you know listen to that the entire show. So. I'm in like the kitchen right now. Just we want to feel like we're in Mexico too. Yeah, I could have done it on the balcony. That'd be nice. Uh, are the margs fresh, fresh squeezed? Um, no, this is just resort margs. They're just you know, I think they make like a batch of you know mix and then, but they I mean they douse in tequila. It was like my great it was my grandpa's birthday the other day and he was just absolutely hammered off of like three or four margs and was stumbling to dinner. So you know they make them fit. That's all the that matter. Yeah, that's how I roll too, man. Yeah, yeah get live. Cool. <laughs> all right uh next one for me i don't have some spicy stuff like um i have some other stuff that i like but we'll kind of run through that like I, you you mentioned a couple i like the uh yossi Vach one uh we might get i don't know if we're gonna get pierre strong rushing stuff but i think pierre strong is like actually not bad at football so if we get like a decent amount of pierre strong i think that could be interesting maybe that's the same game parlay with yossi Vach, whatever you want to do um jeff driscoll likes to run the football um, and has like some posted some pretty big rushing outputs when he started. So back in 2019, he made like three starts for uh, Detroit. I think he had 50 rushing yards in all three of those games um, and got some spot duty for the Texans last year uh, or even two years ago. Didn't have like great yardage outputs, but ran a bunch, even on limited snaps. So Jeff Driscoll is like a one read and go kind of guy. And this is a good athlete. Like he, I think the Red Sox drafted him. I, so I think he played – third base or something like that. Like got to be good if the Red Sox drafted him, right? Yep. Yeah. Sox drafted him. He went to Florida. Yeah. He's Florida clear, quarterback. Right? Gator. Giant. Uh, football. Huge, huge yeah. dumper. Like, what yeah, is massive. What when he gets in there? That's it. You can hold it. You can hold Connor's marks on the, on the shelf there in the top of just <laughs> ass. It is just insane how that guy's, in I don't know how you run that much with a caboose. Like so good. Yeah. It, Driscoll after dark. Uh, but yeah, it's 
I don't know. He's going to run the football. Hopefully we get some Driscoll lines. Um, another one that's really, really gross. Uh, I think that it's almost like going to be Taysom Hill-ish with what's going on in Denver where we were like, how come this guy's getting so much work? Does like, does he have pictures of Sean Payton or something like that? I think this uh, Jaleel uh, McLaughlin kid is uh, Sean Payton's new toy, and he's like getting more and more work. So if we get like a combined rushing receiving on week 18 for, for this kid, even if it's like 30, 40 yards, could be pretty interesting. Um, but that last actual play here for you, Trey McBride, official play, over five and a half receptions. Uh, this was plus money a couple hours ago. It's moved a little bit, minus 105, basically everywhere. Caesars at minus 108. I'm not quite sure why we're still here for McBride. Like he should, I think, be at six and a half, or we should be like juiced on the five and a half. He's topped it in uh, five of the past six games, uh, or five straight, six of seven with Kyler under center. Uh, again, last week against Philly, like we saw like the Eagle, the well, we know what the Eagles can do. Cardinals are going all out. They're trying to win football games all season long. We've been waiting for them. Like, hey, they should just tank and improve their draft position. Like, they don't care. That's not what they're doing at all. They're competing. Uh, you know, 97% route participation last week for McBride. He's going to be playing football uh, in a game. Like, they can stop their division rival again for making the playoffs. Like, full workload with no receivers, really. Like, Greg Dortch, uh, Michael Wilson. Like, it's McBride here. And uh, this, you know, like safety's. Linebackers beat up a little bit here for Seattle. So five and a half receptions and minus 105 for McBride. I absolutely love. I'm going to play that. You can parlay that with, you know, any of the things that Slop said you need to consider in terms of, uh, you know, Gino. You want to put a little Kenneth Walker in there. Kenneth Walker, 75 plus and McBride uh, over five and a half plus 470. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Connor, any thoughts on McBride? No, it's a good look. It's uh, what did he have last week? It was like, that was like the. Six. Six, right? Okay. And then the week before was the one you bet where you like six in the first half, right? Yeah. Yeah, I crushed. Yeah. Yeah, five and a half seems uh, pretty light. Do you get minus 105? Is that what you really said? Is that um, – or is it like minus 115? It seems light. I like it. Yep. Slop, any thoughts on uh, McBride? Uh, I've always been a big McBride guy. I like all McBrides. Uh, Danny it's McBride, the actor, Kenny Powers. So he was awesome. <laughs> Uh, Trey McBride, I love him. Like I don't, I I think they get behind. I I think you're right. I think they're still competing. I think they throw. Like I don't know. I think it's just business as usual for them. It, it's, I mean, it's the last game. I mean, for these guys, it's his last game of the season. You know what I mean? Like it's end on a high note. End and of the road. Hit uh, Connor's hotel in Mexico right after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bet I like so much. I made it twice. Uh, all right. What else? We uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Hey, what well, anything else? Jared Stidham. Anybody? Any takers? Just, yeah, what do we what do we see in pop here? I I haven't seen a number, but I don't I can't imagine that this thing is very high. I, I I just can't. I mean, he was cooking last week. I had him 225 plus. He ended with 224. Very fun. Very fun. Especially on New Year's Eve. That's really fun. <laughs> While you're That's eating hibachi and you're just watching this bullshit happen. But that was the Chargers' fault. That was not his fault. The Chargers were so bad that the Broncos did not really have to go full Jared Stidham on him. I think the Raiders, I think they fight for that coach. So I think they play. I mean, I don't think they're, they're great either. And Stidham did play there last year. Went 360 against the 49ers in a Raiders uniform. Just saying that happened. So, dude, 250-plus is probably going to be pretty pretty spicy. You know, like 300, I would say, plus 300. But I don't know. I, I I don't know if he's good. That's the thing. Just watching him play, it's like I mean, he's obviously not matters. great. But like, I think this could happen. Yeah, nothing out there currently. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't see anything. Revenge factor. I can get there. Jeff, shut up. He threw for two twenty four in a game where he didn't even have to throw the ball. He was cooking. That's cooking. That's that's when you're Jared Stidham. That's cooking. That you just define what cooking is when you're Jared Stidham. Cooking is very relative. So I mean, I just because he didn't kick a field goal doesn't mean you got to shit on his big, big day. You know he could have yeah, kicked a like field goal. He was cooking, but he probably cooked some like frozen chicken nuggets. But he cooked them in the air fryer, yeah. so they at least he tasted good. Yeah, so it's like you he know, didn't just leave them frozen. Yeah, and yeah. Cooked them. yeah. 
All right, he didn't microwave them. You know, that would have been the shortcut no, here, but it just gave he him a little can only cook the ingredients, you know, that he's worked with, whatever Bill Parcell said. That. <laughs> oh, man. You, you cannot. You cannot do that. Uh, all right, what do we got? Let's jump in the chat, Connor. Your turn. You can uh, slide through here. Let us know what we uh, we have. What are people looking at? If you're hanging out with us live, jump in. We'll get any questions, any of your sidem like thoughts, things that aren't currently on the board you want to get us to talk through. You can uh, do that here too. Yeah. So our our projection guru Paulson is pushing back on our Andre Yoshivas uh, love here, saying that Trenton Irwin was the guy who excelled without T Higgins week five. Uh, went 860, uh, week 10 went 254, and then week 11, three for 36, uh, week 12, one for 25 touchdowns. That doesn't even count as a good game. Um, and so I think that the issue is that Yoshi Bosch's whole thing was like before, I think it was like two weeks ago when he saw his big spike, it was like 76% route run or something like that. They said pregame, like, we're going to get him like way more involved. And he came in and crushed and then, uh, you know, played awesome. And then last week, everyone was healthy. So he barely played, played like 20% of the routes, but now T. Higgins is probably out. So I think they were probably going to see both play well. I think it's just whichever one you get a lower line on. Um, so, yeah, I kind of throw out the early season stats here of like what happened here because I think, I mean, Yoshivas can play like everywhere, um, but played on the outside uh, perfectly well as well. So I don't know if it was specifically a Higgins thing being out or if it was just like, you know, I, it was growing as a player. It was the chase day, I think. Wasn't Chase out that game? Yeah. I think yeah, he's yep. the chase guy. That's I have him in my in my brain as I, I hear his name. I think Chase. Is he out? And then now I'm in. If you know what I'm saying, if Chase is in, then I'm out. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So for whatever that's worth. Yeah. It could yeah, be worth no, that's what that's what Paulson is saying too. He's saying that Irwin is Higgins replacement, Yoshivas is Chase's replacement. Um I don't know. I, I think it could be either. I think it could be he passed him on the depth chart potentially, or we'll see. I don't know. I would bet rather bet on Yoshivas because I think he's actually like good. Yeah, um, he's good. Yeah. You know, like whereas Irwin is just uh I mean a jag. So he's, yeah. Nothing That's wrong the thing. With being a jag, though. Yeah, you yeah, I mean, do you kind of know, right? Like what you have there? Don't you want to see a little bit more of the kid that you don't really know of? Like give him an opportunity at this point versus like someone that you know is just a guy even at his ceiling like you made it to the nfl this is we're not disparaging the, uh, yeah you know, right, right. like we're we talking and about like drinking my margarita you know yeah like, yeah. <laughs> <Talking> <laughs> <ball>. <laughs> yeah it just is you want to see what if there's some upside to the kid you give him a shot so i don't know that like he's been dubbed a one-for-one -one replacement so um yeah I, I i will happily go down uh that path we took him live took some like just alt live stuff once the game hit a couple of weeks ago uh, was that the Steelers game? Yeah, it was a great, great, great day. Yeah. Uh, I think he caught a ball in like the first drive or two balls or something like that. And then they reposted his live line and went from like eight and a half to 16 and a half or something like that. So it's yeah. like smashed whatever you can get in uh, as quickly before that, you know, closed up and they reviewed it. So yeah, happy to go back to that. The well. That might be the way to approach it. See what's going on. See if he's playing a lot. Hit the live line. Because one of them is going to have four, 30, 40, 50 yards. I just don't know which one. I would lean Yoshi Bosch because I think he's good, but I'm also biased because again, I think he's good. So um, all right. We got we got Shark Burners in the chat. Shout out Shark Burners, always a supporter here. We got some negative correlation plays. Uh, we have Daniel Stacey suggesting George Pickens. We have projected for 65 yards, line is 47 and a half. It's been absolutely dominating. Um, I don't mind that ever as like a correlation play. The thing is, is that or negative correlation play. The thing is he's seeing a ton of targets. Like with Mason Rudolph, he is firmly out targeting Deontay Johnson in intermediate areas, deep down. Like, teams. Yeah. Right. Only like, I mean, problem is the weather. Uh, I was looking at that this morning. It was 49 and a half. It's gone down to 47 and a half. The forecasts have shifted, I think, and that game's in Baltimore to where like, and I, I know you guys don't care about weather, like, but I, I think that's why this line's gone down. I can't think of any other reason. Uh, I didn't think it was supposed to snow or have any type of weather effect at all uh, just two days ago. And then this morning I went to look. I was going to make probably the greatest TikTok video ever with Pickens. I was going to highlight how he got snubbed in the Pro Bowl, and that's why he's going to have this day. And then I saw the weather, and it ju I just was like, yeah, I'm good. But uh, now to see that the line went down to 47, I would have looked like a fool because I had 49 and a half. And just two short hours later, he could have gained two yards. But still, yeah, I don't know. The weather, that's like that 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 kills me with that one. 
Yeah, it's tough. It's looking. I, I checked our. I think uh, Kevin Roth from Roto Grinders does a great yep. job with the he's weather recap because he's yeah because he's like an actual weatherman. You know, not uh, like me who is masquerading as such uh, in my Roto World <laughs> days, writing a weather weather column. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, hey, cash check the same, right? You cash the check on that, and, uh, <laughs> you know, per article rate. I was making money, you know, and I was just basically like looking up weather reports, just making sure. And then if anything was serious, I would ask him. And then uh, Chris Allen does a great job too. Acted like legitimate weather studies and how it impacts football. So that's good. But yeah, looking like could be wet, windy combo both. And that's kind of a bad combo. So uh, we'll see. I don't know. I, I was kind of thinking that Baltimore just might run the piss out of the ball regardless. Uh, you know, they want to win, but Tyler Huntley's not exactly a precise thrower. And then, we know the Steelers want to run too. I mean, I think they ran it what 40 times last week uh, with Najee and Jalen Jalen Warren. So, yeah, I, I think well, that makes a slop. That's another one that I like. I'd love to get your guys' thoughts on uh, Jalen Warren, who's basically like been he's taken all the passing stuff away from Najee. Najee is like just a early down thumper, all the long down and distance stuff, like targets all of it. It's just been Jalen Warren. Um, three and a half receptions is like minus one twenty. Yards is like 23 and a half. Yeah, kind of like the yard. Could... He's a yeah. yard guy for me. He's like he looks like a bowling ball when he gets the ball. Like he just I know. turns into you know what I mean? Just like shedding everybody. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting to me. I just I'm I'm so burned historically of just like running back receiving stuff is yeah. sometimes so it, thin. But yeah, the game script is is it's all that's all about game script. I mean, like you know you're toast whenever your team's just leading. You're like, fuck, like we're not gonna get this. Um, all right, I got I got a good one that I've been thinking about here. So DK for negative correlation plays, DK Metcalf's under on his receptions, which is gonna be like four and a half or five and a half, but over on his yards because he's playing against Arizona. Um, he against two high safety looks, he has like a 15% target share, lower than JSN, lower than Tyler Lockett. I believe it was the fantasy points crew, or maybe D bro. Someone tweeted it out, but it was a uh, Good info. And then against uh single high or cover three, uh, he has like a 25% target share. So again, seeing fewer targets, but the DK Metcalf boom is always there against the bad Arizona secondary. So I don't necessarily want to bet the under on his yards because he's a guy who can literally do nothing all game and then house one. But uh again, I think that can play to our advantage here with negative correlation. Like, you know, four for 80 is very much in play, and that'll get you probably, you know, 15, 20 to one, I bet. I want to do the same thing. The one I had noted for that section today was Mike Evans. Uh he, I think he went for like 162 in that first game against Carolina. J.C. Horn is questionable with a toe injury. Um, I mean, his quarterback's questionable too, but four for 80 because his uh, reception line is four and a half. Uh, 80 is an alt uh, receiving yards line. Four for 80 on DraftKings for Evans pays 12 to one. So I think that's pretty viable too. Love it. Yeah, I've been, I've, I've been backing – Unders against the Panthers and passing game for a long time. And I don't think I can do it this week, unfortunately. It's just not I you know, Mayfield and the the Bucks just have way too much to play for, just to like, you know, run the clock out, I think. Uh so we'll see. Yeah. Again, it's gonna be a great live betting week based off of you know, just information that we're finding out in the game or what's going on, or like if you just I think you, know, you have your to subscribers get your stay in the Discord. You get your takes in, you know what I mean, and get your like flow chart of if and what if and when, you know, all that, and then just sit in front of the TV and just wait for stuff to happen that you want. You know what I mean? Like that's the only way to do it. Like you can't. I don't think you're going to put this on paper or something because there's no way you're you're going to be able to keep all this straight. Not me, yeah. at least. It's too much. You got to put it on paper like uh, GRP wins. I got George. You know, just write it all. Yeah. Write all your bets down. Write everything. Yeah, down write them paper. down on, on a piece of paper. With a pen. Yeah. Oh, man. So good. Um, also, we got some Christian Watson lines popping here mid-show. Oh, look at that. There you go. You got your notebook. Um, we got some Christian Watson lines popping mid-show. 36 and a half receiving yards. And he, and he takes off the bat there. I mean, if he's full go, it's probably too – it's almost certainly too low. His lines are in, like, the high 40s, low 50s. But, um, I mean, the Bears even have been playing awesome. I don't know. Any, any thoughts there off the top? Oh. He's boomer. He's, he's a longest reception guy for me, and that's kind of it. Like the hammy is just put together with just, you know, I don't know. It, it just is not strong. I don't feel like I don't feel good about him getting through a game. 
we could get a discount on longest reception. We did this his first game back the first time he plays because he gets like two to three looks that are like 20 yards downfield basically every game. And his longest reception line when the first game he came back was like 17 and a half or 18 and a half or something like that. So maybe we get a discount there um, in his first game back. Could be something to look forward to. Um, let me see here. All right, chat. I think we're almost done through our comments here. Any Gibbs longest rush book? I think they will put it out. Um, probably just going to be closer. I mean, we're going to have just a ton of bets on Saturday, unfortunately. It's just kind of what it is. They're not releasing much. Um, Andrew Griffin from the UK. Evening, guys. Thanks for all the props throughout the season. I made some money this season for a change. Good luck to Connor with this division winner bet. Andrew, appreciate that. I will send you a Venmo if it wins. Just thank you for uh, you know supporting the show. Um, I mean, again, it's, it's not going to win. So Andrew, don't expect anything, but you know, if it does win, um, we're going to Vegas, baby. You know, it's, it's going to be a good, good weekend. <laughs> Connor and Andrew <laughs> taking Vegas. <laughs> Go Panthers. Um, dude, for real. That, that's the big thing is that I think everything else is doable. The Panthers just need to win yep. already. It's a bus. Sure. Uh, yep. That's tough. Uh, it's um, in play. It's in play. Yeah. Uh, last one here, I think Leanne, shout out Leanne for supporting the show all, all year. Um, no specific question there. She did ask about an incentives parlay, but there's not enough lines up uh, to talk about that, I don't think, and and or they're already accounted for. I think the only ones, the issue too I have with this, with the incentives, is that a lot of them in our games are in games that are need, like are needed to be won. So like T players are not focusing on like getting the incentives. Like coaches are not getting focusing on incentives. They're focusing on like, winning the game. So like, they're not like, Oh, Dalton Schultz needs six receptions to hit his incentive. They're like, we're going to win the game. Like, I don't care if Dalton Schultz gets 500 K like we're going to go out there and win. So, um, yeah, like I just think that that kind of shit's, you know, dead. It basically has to be in like with teams that have nothing to play for, um, players that are not like record breaking or already known. they have to be like lower key players. And then since then, since everyone's already tweeted out, uh, it'll be, you know, scooped up within like probably a minute or two. It would have to be like, uh, you're, your team is not going to the playoffs, so you're out of it. You have a guy that's going to break some record, like a receiving yards record or a rushing right. yards record. You're like, the, like the only thing that you could possibly play for is this, and maybe, maybe you might get your edge there. Like, if it, and it would have to be a good number too. Like, he only needs a buck seventy or you know, nothing crazy, but you know what I'm saying. And then the line would have to come out at like not. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only way I could ever see those things really working out. Every other way, it's just kind of like, yeah. It's just noise. Yeah. I mean, what's crazy is that they used to be awesome for like years. I mean, four or five years. We talked about Brady with Gronk. Like Gronk was like doing nothing for the end of his career, but needed like five more catches or something like that to get like a half a mil bonus. Literally Brady goes out there, just throws five receptions, like straight to Gronk, like five plays in a row and hits his bonus. And sportsbooks were not like, they didn't account for that. Like there are literally multiple years examples of this happening where it wasn't but accounted for. So it, that's so specific of a situation, though. I mean, those guys are friends. Uh, was it that in Tampa? Or, would, like, where was yeah, that? Yeah, it was in Tampa. Yeah, yeah in Tampa. so there's that. I mean, the guy came to Tampa to play. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You, again, you had something that was told there. And then also, too, it wasn't like the line was, you know, too inflated. We're talking about receptions. You know what I mean? Like, it might have been an extra one on his – that year it was probably three and a half most games. Four and a half is not like what like how can they really tax you on that? I guess is what I was saying. They they can't. Like, I don't know. It was like again, a very specific situation is all you're looking for. And just to spray the board is kind of crazy. Uh a couple tackle things real quick. Uh again, these are consider because we don't have lines for them yet, but I want to talk about them. Um, give you the line I think we're gonna get. Uh, Antoine Winfield in this game that we're talking about with uh Tampa and Carolina, safety for the Bucks. We know we're getting full out from the Bucks. Uh, safeties versus Carolina have been a target all season. Like they are, they've just weird. They've produced at a really high rate. Um, they're giving up, uh, 15.8 tackles per game uh, against Carolina this season. It's like 18% above league average. And we're in Carolina is the best spot in the league for assists. 54 and a half percent of the tackle opportunities in Carolina, uh, have been granted an assist that is like, by far, it's like 5% higher than anyone else, almost like 12% higher than league average. Tackles in Carolina, we want to look for. Um, Xavier McKinney, he's played literally every snap all season long for the Giants at safety. No reason to think he will not continue. Safety against the Eagles has been something we've targeted all season. We did the same thing with McKinney a couple weeks ago in the spot, and I think he got like 12 
multiple, like you could take ladders here on McKinney. Uh, he probably has a nice game if he's like six and a half, uh, you know, lay some juice or even seven and a half plus money. Uh, McKinney, I will like here. And then Robert Spillane, linebacker for the uh, the Raiders. The Broncos don't give up a lot of tackle opportunities, even on the season, but 31% of the tackles against Denver come from linebackers this season. This is the most in the league. They're like one of the league leaders in tackles against from the linebacker position, even though they're like near the bottom in actual tackles against. Even last week with the quarterback change, we had both Eric Kendricks and Nick Neiman for the Chargers had 10-plus tackles against uh, Stidham in Denver there. So Spillane, probably eight and a half. I'll be looking to, to take the over. Otherwise, there are going to be some spots where they put full game lines on some guys. Uh, when we think we're not – there's a chance they don't play. Uh, could be a heavy under week on tackles based off of what happens here in the next, like, you know, 48 hours with uh, with tackle props. So maybe a heavier than normal under week. So those will be the tackles that I'm looking for uh, to consider without knowing the line yet. This is a Connor week. Remember last year with the Vikings, I think it was? Oh, man, it I would is. love that. I was thinking about that, yeah. But yeah, but the issue is that, like, yeah, we haven't really gotten any. Like, that was such a specific scenario, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Sometimes they give you some gifts. You know, sometimes there, there's some last-minute news where it's like, hey, we're only going to play our guys a half, you know, and then you have all every lineup at prize fix at Vivid. By the way, shout-out to Vivid. You know, they continue to have lines up way past uh, when they should. So, you know, if you're looking to make some – the easiest way to make money is by doing this. Literally, just follow the information, post, pick off stale lines. It's not going to keep your accounts alive for a long time, but – Prize picks and Vivid will usually be pretty good to you for a while. So, shout out Vivid. All right, that wraps us up. Uh, like I said, you want to stay into some of the live stuff. You want to get in our Discord. The betting subscription is nineteen ninety nine. Super cheap. Again, gets you access to all that we do. Still betting MMA and NBA. And again, if you're considering us for next year, perhaps you just tune in the show every week or even a couple of weeks. Uh, you want to see what our offering looks like in season. You get a sense of it here for the playoffs. Come hang out with us for a really, really low uh, $19.99 to check us out. So 444.com slash plans. No promo code needed. It's already discounted on the site. So, uh, And then you can also get a nice little uh, taste of what's going on at Odds Jam Slop if you want to tell people about that before we go. Greatest pricing tools in sports betting, period. Odds Jam. Go there. Use promo code SLOP. Two weeks for free. Get rich. Love it. Probably. Uh, Connor, enjoy your margs, enjoy dinner, uh, all that comes with that. Uh, Slop and I will just, you know, hold down the fort here stateside. Are you back in the States next week or are you going to be in, are you still in Mexico? No, I mean, I can't, legally I can't be in Mexico any longer. You know, I'm, I'm coming back on Sunday. So unfortunately we'll be back in the cold and, uh, yeah, we'll be back at it, back in my normal dungeon. It's not too bad here. It's not too bad here. So, uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Uh, hit the thumbs up and subscribe before you take off for Connor and Slop. I'm Ryan. We'll see you all next week. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>